1: It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Mother's Day is around the corner. Find the perfect gift for the mom in your life with a stunning piece of jewelry from Blue Nile. From timeless pearls to dazzling gemstones, Blue Nile has something she'll adore. Need a fast? Most items can ship overnight. Plus, enjoy guaranteed free shipping and returns. Don't miss our special Mother's Day deals. Save big on the season's most beautiful trends. For a limited time, get up to 50% off by going to BlueNile.com. That's BlueNile.com. All right, before we talk any more about this game, I need to remind you guys about our wonderful partner here at Love the Start It is Boomer Jax. I keep telling you guys, Tuesdays and Wednesdays, those are the nights. Those are the days that you need to go check out Boomer Jacks if you're a fan of wings. Because Tuesdays are half-price bone-in wings. Wednesdays are half-price boneless wings. But they've got great deals the rest of the week as well. They've got th- drink specials starting at $3. They have $15 buckets of beer. And that beer is the coldest in the Metroplex. I love how much you guys have been tagging us uh, when you go to Boomer Jacks and uh, you know, send us pictures of you hanging out and enjoying that ice-cold beer. We love it. Brian and I love to see you guys enjoying it the same same way that we do. There are 17 DFW locations, so you can check out yours by going to BoomerJax.com. That's BoomerJax.com. Okay, Brian, um, uh, let's take a look at some of the things that uh, maybe didn't go as well yesterday or or, uh, something that went well but is obviously not sustainable. Cowboys eke a victory out here. Very easily could have lost it on the final drive. And even still, you look at that as a game where they had four takeaways to Philadelphia's one, is there any concern for you that a little bit of flukiness or or unsustainable turnover activity uh, bailed them out yesterday that won't necessarily bail them out if they get another matchup with the Eagles in the future?
0: Well, the one thing about turnovers is you got to put yourself in position uh, to be able to make them and be able to get them. And, you know, sometimes you got to catch breaks in these games, uh, with your turnovers and, you know, but I kind of see, I kind of see guys like not interfering with receivers and playing the ball perfectly and going through a guy, not interfering, you know, rights to the ball, finishing plays. You know, I see guys punching balls out, knocking balls loose. That's not fluky. That's, that's, technique that's taught that's what you gotta do. So yeah, I I I think everything that Dallas is doing right now to create these turnovers is a good is good because it's not oh well now yeah you could have you could have a fumble at the mesh point but you know why you get a fumble at the mesh point because the the runner looks up and they see white flash jersey or guy in the hole, or, you know, it takes their eyes and their concentration off something that they're supposed to be doing. Right. You know, so you're still creating a turnover, even though it, the mesh point is bad and the ball's coming out, you're still creating opportunity by playing your technique or shooting a gap or stepping up or flashing in there to where the, the runner drops the football. So I, I'm not going to say anything the Cowboys did was fluky yesterday. I mean, go back to the Jacksonville game. Uh, Trevor Lawrence, running, running, running. It looks like trouble. I mean, knocking the ball loose. The, the, the Cowboys have done plenty of that, plenty of that this year, and uh, creating a certain. And, I, and like I mentioned, you know, for, for those guys uh, to get the interceptions the way they did, not interfere, go get the ball. that that's, that's a lot of credit to them and and the coaches for teaching that technique.
1: Cowboys get zero quarterback hits on Saturday. This is a pass rush that has not been nearly as effective as it was earlier in the season. Uh, Yesterday, it just, it didn't really get anything going at all. I know Philadelphia has got a really good offensive line. um, But is there concern for you with, with how absent the pass rush seems to be over the last three or four weeks?
0: Hard to say, hard to say, because I want to believe there were times where I felt like that, that when you watch the quarterback drop and he was still moving, you know, moving right, moving left, dropping back, throwing balls away. I mean, he threw some balls under duress, I thought were under duress. That their receivers. Oh, I'll
1: give give them a a lot of credit. That on that final set of four downs, they 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 generated pass rush there when they needed it. That's what
0: they did, and that's the thing we've always talked about. For this team, that the one thing this team can hang their hat on is their ability to rush the passer. But teams just not aren't going to let them rush the passer anymore. They're just not. And this week, it was more about the offensive line than it was the scheme, you know, but the ball was out. I mean, Gardner Minshew can throw it sidearm. You saw something? he's yeah. throwing around guys, you know, he's getting pressure, he's letting it go on the sidelines. He throws a ball up. Dallas Goddard makes this incredible catch, you know, and you're like going, damn, he just threw that ball up. Smith, another one coming across the field, throws the ball up, makes a great catch. You know, those are the kinds of things, I mean, you can you put the pressure, they're just you know, Jacksonville, they had a chance to get probably three or four sacks, and they, they couldn't finish in the pocket. You know, that's the concern to me. It's not the brush, it's can you finish when you're in the pocket? Earlier in the season, they were finishing in the pocket. You know, now it's a little bit more, it's a little bit a little iffy uh, in, in those situations.
1: Cowboys also gave up six sacks on the other side, uh, nine quarterback hits. Um, we'll need to go back and check the tape. I thought there were times it looked like uh, there was a little bit of Tyron Smith rust again this week. I thought Tyler Smith played really well. I'll be interested to really get a chance to look at the tape uh, on Tyler Smith. Cause I thought first glance, Tyler Smith looked like he had a really good day. Um, But any issues at all for you with the Cowboys offensive line, or do you think that's just an issue of you're going up against what is the most dominant pass rush in the NFL right now?
0: I don't know who you're going to play. You know, maybe you get in the playoffs, you're going to play some teams that, you know, have some really good pass rush, Uh, you know, Tampa Bay, uh, you get, you go back, play Philadelphia, San Francisco, you know, you're going to play some teams that have some pass rush. So uh, concerning. Yeah. I, I, I really wonder how, if in all that Tyron was poor, was Tyler Smith poor. I know he, he had one uh, you know, sweat. I think sweat ended up with two sacks in the in the game or one and a half, something like that. So, you know, you wonder uh overall though, I mean, but Dallas, you know, they had offense yesterday, even though they gave it six sacks, they had offense yesterday. Yeah, you know, so that that to me is like you say, if you could give me the win, give me some offense. I'll I'll suffer the sacks. I is it a high number? Sure, but against that crew, man, you're, you're every time you drop back, you're taking a chance that they're going to sack you. You, didn't, I mean, you ran the ball and you did it enough to keep them off you. You know, Dak only I think, threw thirty five times in the game. I I'm just grateful this didn't turn in. Maybe the old regime, Dak would have thrown the ball fifty times in this game. You know, instead of being committed to running the football like they were. It wasn't pretty. It was fighting for some inches running. You know, Tony Pollard didn't have one of his better games. It reminded me very much of what they were doing against the Commanders, you know, Mm -hmm. where he didn't have those explosive plays. But he sure hurt Philadelphia catching the football. Oh, yeah. Yeah. The offensive line, get back to them, I I felt like that they, they did what they had to do to win that football game.
1: Six for sixty-one for Tony Pollard and Brian. I saw a successful screen pass yesterday. How about that? Were were you were you just were you clapping inside and you can't clap in the press box, but internally were you like giving them a round of applause? Like I, it's I, about damn time.
0: I don't know what goes on. I mean, I know on our end of the press box, there is a lot of damn talking going on. I mean, there you know, is there is a lot of coaching and talking and. I'm sitting there. I leaned over to Kevin Gray, and I go, I wish everybody would just shut up. (laughs) It's like during the game, like we're we're, we're down there diagramming plays and pass rush techniques and talking about, well, I don't know if the offensive line. You know, I'm like, my God, just shut
1: up. You know, (laughs) please. Next, Who specifically do you want to shut up? Come on, there's got to be one person you want to... You. I want you to shut up. I, I'm i never going to shut up, Brian. And you know what's funny is we're sitting about as far away as we can. You know what I'm talking about. You know I know you do. You know I know exactly what you're talking Brian's about. Brian's joking, by the way. I do not talk loudly. I come over and talk to y'all during... Between... Yeah, between stuff I do, not as we're sitting there watching the game live. I'll come over and drop it. But I specifically saw yesterday, you guys. I can't remember what happened. I think there was a sack or something. I'm watching Brian. He's got a pencil in his hand and the play happens, and Brian drops it and puts his head in his hand. I'm like, what the hell are we doing here out here? Brian doesn't talk, but Brian definitely emotes when he's watching the game. I just, I
0: just, I'm sitting there and like to my right it's like at the far end they're like we got coaching going on down there you know like well, you know man the password is good but you know what they they got this i'm like going
1: shut please, up please
0: got just be quiet please i i wish they cuz on the other end we're between like they got all the radio slappies down on one end <laughs> and then they've got all the print media towards the other way yep well between our print media and say the eagles writers you could hear slapping of the desk. You could hear the, yes, you could hear, you know, all that. And that's cool because when I was working for a team, I did the same thing. I would go, yes, like that, you know, kind of a thing. But, I mean, I don't. It, Reminder to
1: everyone, this is a working press box and cheering is not allowed.
0: I needed to make that announcement <laughs> in the fourth quarter of that game yesterday.
1: <laughs> there I, there, there was some cheering. And again, I, I won't. Cheer or like get anger, but I'll just come drop over and drop a thought about three times a game. I'll come over. you are irritating it. as hell, and you're I'll be so like, "What irritating. the hell's wrong with this guy?" I know it, and you do. You're just like, "Yeah, I don't, I don't know, I don't know, man." And you're just like scribble it in your notebook. Like I'm, I'm, I'm trying to. <laughs> Bobby,
0: Bobby will walk over and he'll say, "Yeah, what do you think about that quarterback now, huh? How about that yeah. quarterback? Yeah, how about it? Him? You, ever, you ever see a throw like that before?" I'm like, <laughs> and I'm writing in my notes. I'm like, "No, Bobby, I haven't." And I just keep, you know. I feel like I like I talk to him five days a week. I talk to him on the oh. podcast. I'm like, why do you insist on walking up and talking to me while the game's going?
1: You on? Know, you know how many more times I'm going to do it? Well, all Never. the games are Never. over. Home Never. games are over. Damn it! No, if but they win, if they win Cowboys, the, if they win Cowboys, the NFC East, I'm switching seats with Walchuk. Walchuk yeah. is going to sit next to Jane Slater, and I'm no. going to next you for the whole fucking game. <laughs> oh, I got to have to bleep that.
0: <laughs> have to bleep that out.
1: That's what I'm going <laughs> to do, though. I would come sit right next to you. Uh, back to the game itself, though, Brian. Um, when we look at how the corner rotation played yesterday, uh, and I got the snaps in front of me here, Mackenzie Alexander played 14 snaps. That's 20%. John okay. uh, okay. Wright played 38 snaps.
0: Okay, And, was, and
1: he also uh, played 21 snaps on special teams, uh, 67 of the 71 snaps for Deron Bland, and then the full 71 for Diggs. Zero snaps, at a corner for Kelvin Joseph on uh Saturday uh, is as Kelvin Joseph potentially ended his Cowboys career.
0: Well, I think it's, I think they'll give Kelvin Joseph another opportunity in 2023,
1: but do you think I, they'll I, give him an opportunity in that when he, He's going to be working uphill, and they're going to have. Yeah. He's going to be working at a deficit. He's I'm, not going to be on an even plane with people.
0: I've already looked at almost looked at fifty guys in the draft. There's several corners when Dallas is going to be picking anywhere between twenty seven and thirty two. There's going to be several corners for them to have options of. I think you're getting the emergence of Deron Bland. Uh, we'll see what happens with Nason Wright. I, I do believe that they'll bring. Uh, Kelvin Joseph back uh, and he'll, and yeah, it'll be an uphill battle for him, but you know, maturity and play skill and all that stuff has to be better than the guys that are ahead of him right now. He's a heck of a special teams player, you know, which gives you some hope, but he is, he's pushing the rock up the hill right now as we speak.
1: I gotta say we were in the locker room yesterday and they won and it was a a pretty jovial locker room uh he kind of just sat at his locker got dressed and then sat at his locker for about five to ten minutes and uh seemed pretty pretty uh i, I don't know what the word is sullen maybe um just despondent little bit yeah it, it looked like a guy who it looked like the lo- the rest of the locker looks when they lose yeah and like yeah. i i don't want to get into like i, I don't want to be the psychologist like trying to read body language after, you, you know, of a football player sitting at his locker. But it's just like, this is kind of the, this, this is, this is one of those things. Like, like, is this the attitude you want sitting at your locker right after a, a, a big divisional victory that keeps you alive is he's where, you know, he's upset that he's not getting his play to look like the biggest. Somebody had said on Twitter yesterday was asking me like, who, you know, you know wow, we, who would have thought that that Deron Bland would be playing this much better than Kelvin Joseph? And it's like, okay, but the reason Deron Bland is playing better than Kelvin Joseph is because he has good instincts, good intangibles, good football character, and Calvin Joseph has shown absolutely none of it.
0: Yeah, yeah. No, I think you're absolutely right about that. Uh, and getting back to how they played the snaps, you know, all uh, last week on whether it was 105.3 The Fan or on the podcast, We talked about the possibility of Bland playing outside, McKenzie Alexander playing inside. It just, it made too much sense for me now, uh, then. But what might make sense to them now is start Bland at left corner. When they go to nickel, put right on the outside and Bland on the inside. And that's maybe the next time that we see them play on Thursday night. They'll, you could, you could probably see, You'll see the probably the secondary that ended the um the ended the game against the Eagles. You might see that as your starting your starting secondary on uh Thursday night against the Titans.
1: Yeah, I think that makes a lot of sense. I, I uh, would
0: be honest with you. Uh I didn't mean to interrupt you there, but, you're good. but I with Willis playing quarterback for the Titans now, I I kind of feel like that you need to be in play the run mode. I I I think you can play a lot more base defense against this guy. I don't think he's gonna hurt you throwing the football. Not not right now. If he was at liberty, he would hurt you throwing the football because he was he was a good passer. Right now, it's just too tough for him. So I'm playing, I'm trying to keep Henry from getting going, and I'm trying to keep Willis from running the football. Now, there's some whispers that maybe the Titans, because the game against Dallas means nothing to them. It means nothing. So whoever whoever wins the game, the final game, Jacksonville and Tennessee, that's your division champ right there. So this game to them, I, I heard that they might rest some guys just to get ready for that, uh, that Jacksonville game uh, at the end of the year.
1: Yeah, and they're going to need to get ready because Jacksonville right now is just a flat-out better football team. They are in Tennessee. Tennessee has been awful recently, but yeah, you know, uh, you, you've kept hope alive. Uh, the Cowboys have, you just are probably kicking yourself uh, as we've talked about for the green Bay and Jacksonville games that you let those slip away and that you, you didn't win those games. Cause now you'd be looking at your game back with two weeks to play and, and the Eagles potentially not having their quarterback next week against well, the States. And so if
0: I, if I'm the Cowboys, You have to go into Thursday night's game to win the game because you don't know what's going to happen on Sunday with Philadelphia traveling to New Orleans. You know, New Orleans won their game against Cleveland. They're still playing for a shot to potentially, you know, win the NFC South, you know? So New Orleans is going to play hard. The Giants are going to play hard to kind of maintain their position uh, in the playoffs. So, yeah, the the Eagles – if this AC joint situation for Jalen Hurts doesn't improve, you still got to keep playing. You know, I, I know the Eagles are an outstanding team, but but those teams that are playing are also playing for playoff spots, too. So you you've got to go out and try and win the game Thursday. And if if in fact the Philadelphia Eagles beat the uh beat the uh Saints, uh, Saints then the following week against the, uh, against the uh, commanders do what you want to do to kind of get people rested up and ready for your trip to whoever wins the NFC South.
1: You're listening to the love of the star podcast. The love of the stars an odyssey podcast. You can listen to it on the odyssey app or wherever you get your podcasts.